0: Oh, stomping Jen! There you are. I'm here. And there's another person here, I, live with us.
1: Craziness.
0: As we breathe, as we speak, right here, and <laughs> I mean, we're going to say we
1: shouldn't be breathing or speaking.
0: Oh God, this Delta variant is going crazy. I'm afraid all we're right, going to have to ask our fun. guests to leave. Uh, no, no. But all right. So we have a living human being here, Jenny Franz, who is here to talk to us about. The um, help me out here.
1: Our new nonprofit dog rescue Um, called Better Together Dog Rescue. Thank you.
0: I'm looking under my reading glasses and I can't see anything. That's why. Yes, Better Together Dog Rescue. Yeah. I'm excited. I have lots of questions as usual. We do have another guest, by the way. There is a little pop Funko of Henry Cavill sitting here in front of me, um, dressed as Black Superman not in black
1: his, superman well isn't
0: his black superman black suit, soup. suit well
1: superman.
0: <laughs> i will be looking at henry cavill for much of this podcast great this but, should
1: make for a very interesting podcast
0: people but let's talk to our guest i'm gonna play the intro music and then yeah. we're gonna say hi oh my god all right i'm just gonna go on now i know okay hold on <laughs> Soft serve podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Stomping Jen, we're here in the studio with a live guest. A
1: live friend. And
0: Henry Cavill, (laughs) the pop Funko in a black Superman suit. You know, when you
1: said that we were going to have another guest... Yes. I really thought you were gonna mention our dogs since Jenny <laughs> is doing a not profit about dog rescue. But yes. that's okay. No. She doesn't count apparently. She
0: does not count as a guest. She's
1: just a piece of the furniture, but apparently.
0: A, but who does count as a guest is Jenny Franz. Hello Jenny. Hello. I am so nervous.
1: I know you're
2: <laughs> nervous, right <Rad.
0: laughs> I know. I'm off my game. I don't know what to do. You
2: can't be nervous because then I'm going to be nervous.
0: No. This is so strange having... It's great. It's like a great strange... Thank it's like you a, for being yes. our
1: first post-COVID I, guest in studio. Yeah. I couldn't be happier to be vaccinated and yes. to be here.
0: Yes. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. busy. Busy as usual, Mm -hmm, but yeah, mm -hmm. no, everything's good.
0: Yeah. Um, So I didn't do a very good job of introducing you or Better Together Dog Rescue. So do you wanna tell us a little bit more about that? Sure, yeah.
2: So we are a grassroots organization, like underneath the grass right now. We're starting very beginning 501C3 nonprofit our goal, our mission is to support perfectly imperfect dogs and their people through adoption and community support. So ultimately, when we build our brick and mortar, it's going to be called a community-based dog shelter.
0: Help me understand a little bit about your mission statement. It's to support imperfectly...
2: Perfectly
1: imperfect.
0: Perfectly imperfect dogs. See, I am all...
1: That's thrown okay. for a
0: loop, stomping Jen. That's
1: okay. What does that mean? What does
0: that mean exactly?
1: <laughs> it's,
2: it's okay, I can't speak either. Um, so basically it means that no dog is perfect and every dog is perfect at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never had a dog that is 100% perfect, but every single dog I've had is 100% loyal. So it's about seeing those imperfections and loving them or getting help for them if Mm -hmm. you need help and not bringing your dog to the shelter because you feel like you're out of options. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I imagine some people, they notice something they perceive as a imperfection in a dog and then they just decide to get rid of it, right? Right. (laughs) What? I'm looking over I know, at our yeah, dog. Yeah, you are looking I'm, at our
1: dog, and I'm and like, this m- dog is perfect. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, in my mind, I'm cataloging the long list of imperfections. No,
1: but we love her. No, we would
0: never get rid we of her. We'd never
1: get well. So we got this dog, and like yeah. within, like we only had cats, right? Neither one of us had ever had a dog right. in our entire lives, and so we get this dog, and we didn't know what to do with her. And I think like the second day we had her, Sawtooth looked at me, was like. She has to go back.
0: Did I say that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He was like, we are cat people. We need to send this dog back. And I'm like, no, (laughs) we committed to this animal. Exactly. Came up on a truck and we have to learn how to figure out this whole situation. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah.
0: And a lot of that was, you know, I'm glad we didn't get rid of her. I'm looking at her over here. Um. You know, because she does add so much value to our lives. But I didn't know a lot about dogs. Like, I got into dog ownership being totally naive. Like, when I was playing with her with a, as a puppy, she bit me, kind of. And I didn't even know they play bite. Right. And, and like, I ran to Jen. I was like, we've got to get rid of her. She bit me. <laughs> and then, of course, Jen, always being the level-headed one, went to the internet and looked this up. She's like, no, she's just playing with you. That's what they do. Right. Right, With those so, sharp
2: puppy teeth mm-hmm.
0: right but like you know if I hadn't had a level-headed um, Jen around me <laughs> right then we would have maybe <laughs> gotten rid needed. of her right we would yeah. never have gotten rid of her you don't think so yeah I still think about
1: it getting rid of it? no I don't <laughs> no we do you. we're <laughs> always like we always like joke to people we're like um oh you want a you want a dog you want ours <laughs> oh I mean no. I do this like when my
2: my youngest is one he's a huge great Pyrenees <laughs> pit bull mm-hmm. mix. He's a pain in the ass. But, of course, when he's with the trainer or I just had him at the ER, oh, they were, gosh. like, on the phone talking to me for five solid minutes about how amazing he is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great, are you interested? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, You know,
2: because he doesn't act this way when he's at home. Right. You know?
0: That must be some spectacular dog. A great Pyrenees and a pit bull.
2: Yes. Yeah. He is. We call his legs sexy legs. They're really long. <laughs> uh, he's kind of a dum dum, but he does like to guard. So we, you know, we have some guarding issues. Yeah. He's looking mm-hmm. for his livestock and we don't have any for him. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, perfectly imperfect. Yeah. Now, know?
0: did you rescue this dog?
2: All three of our dogs were foster fails, hmm. which. It, for those who don't know, mm-hmm. means you're fostering a dog, intending to send them on to their permanent home and decide to adopt them instead. Yeah. So, uh, our oldest is Ren. She just turned five. She is a super mutt. Mm-hmm. She's pit, bulldog, shepherd, catahoula, leopard, chow chow. Yeah. All Everything. of the above. Yeah. And Callie is a hound pit bull. She's going to be four. And then Marty. And we. We started fostering because we wanted a puppy. So I don't know if I can consider Ren a foster fail. We had her and her sister. They were our ter- first two foster puppies out of 14 that we fostered. And uh, and then after that, it just, yeah, you know. And then Marty was a COVID puppy. Yeah.
0: Now, I know I've known people who have fostered animals. like, And that means you, you take them in for a period of time, right? Mm-hmm. You're just um, maybe socializing them or... Giving them a place before they find a permanent home, or do they, or do they go to you in a foster situation with the idea that you might adopt them? Or like, I'm trying to understand what a foster fail means. Like, does that mean the foster home didn't work out and then they?
2: No, the foster fail means that you had all the right intentions to give this dog a temporary home until they found their forever family, and you wound up falling in love with it. And adopting it yourself
0: oh that's what a foster
1: fail is <laughs> how did you not understand that
0: I totally didn't get it oh I God. thought it was like somebody else was fostering it the dog yeah, and and then it, they, it, it didn't failed work out test. It's it's t- test. Yeah. Yeah, no. and so you got it yeah oh yeah that's so interesting how many dogs have you fostered
2: 14 puppies.
0: Oh, okay. So you've you've got a good foster fail average. What's um three divided by fourteen <laughs> yeah. stomping gen? Let's I do a, the percentage. I need a
1: spreadsheet. It's so at least a it's a little bit less than a quarter. Right.
0: Was there something special about these dogs that you now that now live with you where they just or is it like when you fall in love with a person? It's just you can't really understand why, like, you know, Stomping Jen cannot he explain. Me, he right?
2: just looked at me, right? Yeah, you <laughs> and pointed.
0: Yeah, I mean, this—I'm—I'm I'm her foster fail. You know, she was right. hanging out with me, <laughs> oh and God. you know, she just helplessly fell in love with me.
1: Oh, helplessly.
0: No, so uh, tell us about your dog. Like, wh- yeah, wh- I,
2: there was a journey to yeah, it, yeah, okay. for sure. Because I have loved every single right. one of those mm-hmm. puppies, mm-hmm. and I have cried tears as they've left. Wren was a very confident dog, and we wanted that because our dog at the time, who passed away in 2017, was a shy and timid dog. So we weren't looking for that sort of match. We wanted a confident female dog. And so Wren just seemed to fit that package really well, and obviously I was obsessed with her.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Callie... We wanted to adopt another black dog. Foster was a black dog. They have a hard time in the shelters. Mm -hmm. And, but we didn't want to adopt a male black dog Mm because we didn't want it to seem like we were replacing him. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, So when Callie came along as a foster puppy, we just kind of fell in love with her and her sweet face. And then Marty, to be honest, I didn't want to adopt Marty. Life was crazy enough being home with the kids and dealing with this pandemic and, But my husband and my son were really attached to him and convinced me that it was the right thing to do. And Mm -hmm. now I'm the only one caring for him, (laughs) typically. It's a very typical situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Can I have this? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: It was like, fine, but he needs to sleep in your room. Mm -hmm. And he is not and yeah. he's huge. Yeah. And he's in my bed. Oh my and god. I hate it. Oh god, I hate it.
1: Do you, yeah. do you not do you not use crates
2: for your animals? I, not for bedtime, mm-hmm. though I did I did just have a trainer over mm-hmm. and we've got some plans yeah. for getting the dogs out of the bed. I did just got their yeah. beds from Amazon today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be like sleep training a baby yeah. for me though. So yeah. I'm like waiting for The right time because it's going to be all night, like off, yeah, off, yeah, off. Like
0: that was definitely our experience with um, Asbury over there. She like howled, and I was as awful sleep training a dog as I was with human babies. You know, I declared to Stomping Jen, "Oh, I can handle this sleep training. It's going to be fine." No. Don't you remember? And I didn't no. last five minutes. No.
1: Yeah, you never last five <laughs> minutes.
0: Yeah, I couldn't not handle with our children. I couldn't handle the howling. It was the same with the dog.
1: I don't think she howled. She did. She
0: cried for two nights. She
1: cried, I think, but not, she was okay with her crate. Yeah. we. That was the one thing we did, right? Was crate training from the very beginning. Somebody like told us. Yeah. Yes, no, the crate beginning.
2: training is great. And Marty loved his crate. We yeah. had to remove it because he was guarding it.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. So it was
2: causing fights. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, Asbury's been sneaking out of her, trying to sneak out of her crate at night. I left the door open the other night, and she very sneakily jumped up onto our bed. Uh, we let her stay there, too. Yeah, it's
1: fine.
0: She was Once in a moment, it's not
1: a big deal. But
0: she, like, curls up, like, in the corner, and she's like, if I don't move, they won't know I'm <laughs> here. They won't here. me out. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> she so. is a tiny little thing. I probably yeah. wouldn't notice either. Itty bitty. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. So you, so you fell in love with these dogs and decided to keep them. Do you have other pets at home? No. Okay. No,
2: we used to have two cats, two brothers who okay. passed away a few years ago. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a romper room. I always say one dog too many. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a big fenced-in yard, so we have privileges when it comes to owning three big dogs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The yard helps. So
2: the yard
1: mm-hmm. definitely Absolutely. helps. Mm-hmm.
0: Although I'm thinking when we first when we first got Asbury, our rescue, um, and Stomping Gen will tell you I spent our, our one entire our, anniversary, our entire again. anniversary installing an electric fence right. around our yard, myself. Um That's happy, a
1: doozy of a job.
0: Yeah, happy yeah. anniversary. Our yard's yeah. an acre, so the almost the whole thing is surrounded. Right.
1: So then to finish the story. Then we
0: had... So then she started acting like a maniac. And then we brought in this dog trainer. Because
1: we didn't know anything about dogs.
0: Right. And he's like, oh, she has way too much space.
1: Like, you gave like, her way too much to guard.
0: Yeah, she's and just... Ter-
1: like, too much territory to... Right.
0: Yeah. So, again, like, but another self-created problem. Right. Right? Because we didn't know... We didn't know anything about dogs. Yeah.
1: I just remember that guy. Yeah. That trainer... <laughs> Trainers are amazing. <laughs> like, he walked yeah. in... And he had her under control in like two seconds. Like a second, yeah.
0: There is something to that. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I mean, maybe it's just his experience and his confidence with her. Yeah. Like he sat in our kitchen. He had these chain bean bags. He sat there and he just (laughs) called her name and threw these bean bags. And it took her about five minutes, but then she like slowly crawled up the steps and over to him. And she sat right next to him. And from that moment, she did everything. Everything he told. Yeah, to. they
2: give out all the feels. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Although the trainer that came over last week was excellent one on one. He was like, "Dude, this house is crazy." Yeah. Like yeah. he was like, "Your dogs own this house. You have no discipline, no rules." How <laughs> yeah. did you? F- like, how mm-hmm. did you
0: feel when? The trainer told you because I know I felt a deep sense of shame when he's like, <laughs> "You're all just out of control here." That's what he told us. Was it
2: was <laughs> nothing I wasn't aware yeah. of. Okay, you know, but good luck to me yeah. trying to train
0: the people. three dogs yeah.
2: <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a nightmare, but it needs to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Training, so that's a yeah. piece of it. That's like another investment, right? <sighs> that maybe you don't think of when you go to a Um, adopt or rescue a dog.
1: That was the other thing I remember him saying to us was, um, what is she? So he said something to the effect of like, you have the dog when you want to have the dog. Otherwise she doesn't exist. Right. Like that was like. That was his advice to us. That was like the gist of like what he said.
0: Like to ignore her when we don't. Yeah. Like,
1: right. Like she doesn't exist until you, because you decide you want to give her. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This guy (laughs) He was serious business. Yeah. He only yeah. came for like an
0: hour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are lots of, people have lots of different philosophies. I think he was like more along the Caesar Milan, the um no, the dog whisperer do philosophy. Well, no, he did. we talked
1: to him about that. All right, anyways, oh we're no, really off track. Well. No, it's, this is a great track to be on. <laughs> but we're he like, about
0: he like used noise to correct yes. her. Okay. And like, yeah. and just like. Yeah, quick, he never used. No, I know. But like, it was his whole, like, I'm not going to pay attention to her. So right. I want to. Right. That's what Caesar does. He, like, walks into a space, like, totally ignores the dog until he wants to look at it. Mm. Yeah, right. Like yeah.
2: I know. Our trainer was like, they spend too much time together. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, the dogs? And
2: I was like, I don't know what to do with that information. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's he, no place for them to go. <laughs>
0: this, is he like they're too strong of a pack and you guys are outnumbered? It, he was
2: just like, imagine... This being you and your siblings, like mm-hmm. all the time in the same place, doing huh. the same things, you know? Um, And so there's a way to give some separation by taking yeah. them each for their own walk. Yeah, But, but who is the time? three walks yeah. a day, yeah. you know? So he was like, let's focus on Marty first because mm-hmm. he's the biggest pain in the ass. But, yeah. you know, he was like, create one in run- one room for an hour yeah. and then one in this room. And I'm like...
1: Okay, writing it down like oh oh my god. Yeah, do you um do you take them to daycare ever? Marty
2: got kicked out of daycare recently. Oh no! (laughs)
1: Yeah,
2: so I did start taking him to Wagging Tails, which was like it's an amazing Mm. place, and Mm. we still board him there, and I love them; they're Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Um, he was going two half days a week just for funsies because he annoys his sisters. And I was like, you know, I work from home, so I don't need the daycare, but it was like, he's young. yeah, Keep him socialized. Did great for two to three months. Boarded him the first time. Mm -hmm. And then the week after when he went back, he started guarding the place.
0: Mm -hmm. And so he
2: picked fights with two dogs, thankfully dogs that were not Mm -hmm. return reactive. And they were like, you know- yeah. We can't wait until that moment where he picks the yeah. fight with the wrong dog. So he got the boot. Oh, yeah.
0: man. Poor Marty. Mm.
2: It is sad because yeah. he loved it there. Yeah. He had the time of his life and they loved him. And it's just like, sorry, mm. dude, if you're going to have this attitude, it's not going to fly. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. not safe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't like other dogs. I mean, that's not true. She doesn't like to interact with other dogs. She'll she like if she gets to know a dog, she'll walk with another dog. Yeah. But like I we could never That's her limit. Yeah, we could never because we didn't send her to daycare. And so she wasn't socialized with other dogs. But it
2: it might have just also been her personality from the start. It's true. And that's what it comes down to is perfectly imperfect. Like you you, Mm -hmm. you need to adjust your life. To your animal when you make that commitment.
0: Yeah. And she's yeah. very guardy, like, of, like, me or oh, whoever yeah. the person yeah, yeah, she's yeah. with. Yeah. Like, she'll, she'll put herself between you mm-hmm. and, like, the, the animal or the person, yeah. like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to take it back a little bit. Yeah. Um This to dog Jenny. talk was interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, Better Together Dog Rescue, which is you're still under the grass, still developing... Um, Project it together. project um, yes. is not your first foray into um, animal um, care projects. You worked on this thing in our town. We've talked about our town here, Stomping Jack. Gen- mm-hmm. Where do we live? Belchertown. Belchertown, Massachusetts, right? Um, you co-created something here in our town um, called the Bark. The bark. And I like the acronym. The bark. <laughs> yes, yeah. Bark. And that's the Belchertown Animal Relief Committee. And I just want, I want, if you can, just to tell people a little bit about that project. And I think, because I think it it kind of maybe serves as a foundation for what you did next here with um, Better Together Dog Rescue. Yeah. yeah.
2: Sure. I met. Anna, um, our dog, our animal control officer at the old facility in Belchertown, one mm-hmm. day, and I was just crushed by the conditions that she had to work in and that the animals were in, especially cats. Belchertown has a much more higher population of cat issues than mm-hmm. we do dog stray issue- issues, huh. and these cats had to stay in dog kennels or she would have to bring them home into her own bathroom when she had kitten litters. It was just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a little shack off the side of the DPW garage. And so we decided to do something about it. Uh, Me and a few other women in town created Bark and our purpose was to raise the funds and work with the town to build a new animal control facility, not a dog pound, which is what what yeah. we had. And it's understandable. So many towns had dog pounds.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it was time to change with the times. That's not what the town needed anymore. We, we needed an animal control facility. Not only dogs, cats, but livestock. I mean, we have a big yep. community mm-hmm. here. We had so many needs and they just weren't
0: being met. Yeah, How do you... That's an amazing thing you did. I have to give you one of these. Like, oh, how do you go from that idea and there is like a building now there, a yeah. beautiful facility. <laughs> like how do you how did you know how to do that? because I, I mean, I talked to Stomping Jen about the simplest things. I uh, you know I want to I want to build a little cat enclosure mm-hmm. and the I catio? just sit, a yeah. catio, yeah. I want to build a catio and I just sit there and I become paralyzed. I can't do anything. <laughs> how do you take this idea? And turn it into an actual building.
2: It takes a lot of yeah. time and commitment. And I personally am that type of person. <laughs> so if if I have a task that is really meaningful to me, I am 110% into it. So uh, it was, you know, a matter of getting the information out there, getting a team together, working with the town, raising funds, and I have never been so blown away by a town. I mean, the entire town built that facility. Yeah. The entire town did it. It the, everybody just came together and donated and volunteered and you know, we had the police department come in and put our kennels up. It mm-hmm. was just a really beautiful thing to happen here. And I was just there today, and yeah. it's still just like such a wonderful place to go. You know the animals are safe. The cats have their own room. They have mm-hmm. a catio. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You know, mm-hmm. so it was a it was a lot of work. Yeah. Um. But so many people had a hand in it, and it was accomplished in a relatively short amount of time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Like that, it was a community um, organized mm-hmm. effort.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, think volunteerism. Of the, we talked yeah.
1: about it before,
0: right?
2: It. it I mean, yeah. I still think about it. And they still yeah. support Bark uh, nonstop to keep the animal control facility at its best. You know, mm-hmm. it has a budget that it needs to work with, mm-hmm. but they are there to go beyond those needs. And they're doing a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm.
1: So you've now exited that.
2: I Yes. Yeah, so I board. was part of the board. I was president of the board for two years. Mm-hmm. So I resigned in 2017 once the building was up and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. done. And, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. you
2: like, I need a break.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I reached a, a point of stress, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I felt accomplished and that it was the right time for me to, mm-hmm. to move on. I had seen it through.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of something you say a lot, Stomping Jen, right. um, you're self-employed, you take on clients and she often says, um, Jenny, part of my job is to make sure they don't need me anymore. Yeah. Right. To like bring the project to a place where I can walk away. Yeah. And I think that's that's kind of maybe what I'm hearing you did with that. You had accomplished your goal and were like, I'm gonna go focus on something else.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah. Which was when I joined the PTO at Pelham yeah. School. And four <laughs> years later I just resigned from that. Yeah. So yeah. it's exactly the truth. Bringing them to a place, doing your time and feeling accomplished and that you're leaving them right in, in a you know, in the right spot so right. that they can continue to be successful.
0: Yeah. And when did you start becoming interested in starting your own dog rescue? Like, when did that become an idea for you and something you began to think seriously about?
2: I would say in 2015, which was around the time that that Bark was established, I attended a conference in Atlantic City for Best Friends Animal Society, and I was just completely inspired there and it wasn't that it inspired me to do it. I think it made me realize my own dreams and it made me realize that I I can make it happen. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And so, you know, it was a long time ago, but I also had to think about where I was in my life, that I had young children. So it was a plan. It was always like a five to 10 year plan. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, now a three to five year plan. And I'm kind of in year three of that three to five year plan. Mm -hmm. So... Just doing things along the way to get to where I am now. Mm -hmm. I'm finishing my master's in contemporary animal services through SUU. (laughs) Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And uh, I leave Labor Day. I'm doing a five week internship at Dogtown in Utah Mm -hmm. um, at Best Friends, actually. So it's come full circle.
0: What is Dogtown?
2: Dogtown is their sanctuary and adoption center out in Utah for best friends. Okay. So I'll be working all day, all night with with dogs there and, mm-hmm. you know, getting that experience under my belt,
0: which is kind of a dream come true for me. What kind of stuff do you expect to learn there? What kind of things will they be teaching you?
2: A lot of behavioral. Okay. Which is where I lack the most uh, experience, mm-hmm. so... That's a lot of training and working with behavioral issues and also just the ins and outs of shelter life. Mm It's going to be really useful for me. Yeah. So that's where the dream started. Yeah. Or the reality of the dream, I should say. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that there's a place called Dogtown that teaches you stuff about dogs. No, I love that. (laughs) I need to go to Dogtown. You need to go
2: to Dogtown. (laughs) Yeah. They they built... um, actually like a hotel on site, and you go, you can volunteer uh, there Mm -hmm. for as long as you want to and stay in the hotel, and you can take the dogs for sleepovers. Are they- They have like little dog beds that pull out from under the hotel beds. Oh my
0: God, really? Yeah. That's awesome. So you go,
2: you take them out hiking, like,
0: (gasps) yeah. Yeah. Are, is is Dogtown associated with um, Southern Utah University or do they just have like a, a connecting program with so them?
2: best friends uh, Animal Society which yep. is where Dogtown is they collaborated with suU to come up with this master's program that's amazing and so that's how I found out about the master's program and it's it is amazing I never thought mm-hmm. I'd go back to school mm-hmm. but the second I saw this I was like this is right for me yeah.
0: I think so often, I wish somebody had told me when I was younger, like even in my 20s or, you know, even older, like you can go to graduate school and oh, really? do it. At, no, no. Wait, d- wait, and wait. Wait, <laughs> let me, <laughs> hold on. And study whatever you want. Yeah. Like there are people out there like scholars who make a living mm-hmm. um, researching and publishing papers on Bigfoot or UFOs, mm-hmm. like stuff I'm passionate about. And now that I'm almost fifty, I feel I can't you do it. You are not almost fifty. We argue about this. Forty-seven is close. Is close to. It's 50, close, right? but it's not
1: quite there. It's not there. almost fifty. Yeah. And
0: how dare you?
1: you're not yes. ever too old. Yeah, I mean, I'm I know forty-one, old- and I'm just
2: yeah. doing my master's. Totally changing my career path
0: hmm. here. It's
1: never too late. We talk about this all the time because, like, I think about how much more time we have. Yeah. <laughs> like right, but, like you can have several different careers yeah. in your
0: life. And I'm inspired and amazed that they had this program that, like, fit what you you were interested in.
1: You could Me do. too.
0: Yeah. And then you could do it online, right? Because it's...
2: It's 100% it online. Southern
0: Utah mm-hmm. University. That's awesome. I love that. Um, are you thinking about, is um, Better Together Dog Rescue going to have, like, a physical presence? Like, are you going to have a, a building, like, that you have to manage and walk me through what the vision is going to be.
2: Sure. So the vision can be a lot of different things, depending on where we wind up, what sort of space it is. Um, But ultimately, yes, we will have a brick and mortar shelter. It will, we will be transporting dogs in from overcrowded shelters most likely mm-hmm. in the south. Mm-hmm. So, we'll be working with two or three particular shelters and have partnerships with them. So, the facility, the building, you know, would have dog kennels. We would need to have our isolation and quarantine areas, mm-hmm. offices, meet and greet area. And then there's the whole community part, which will depend on the layout of the building. The original vision was to have a community center in the building that can be used for meetings, mm-hmm. for youth group, for AA, for OA, and if you wanted a dog to come into the meeting, you could have a dog come into the meeting, um, and then also have a pet food pantry and free store. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's ama- I had, That's an amazing idea. Is that like a novel idea, like building a community center into a like a, um, a dog rescue facility? Because Thinking about that, who doesn't love dogs? I mean, there are some people, but I would love to go to a- I don't want to know those people, but yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would love to go- um, Right. Let's think of a community event that we could hold there. At- yeah, be, oh my God. probably not a food truck festival though. Yeah. The dogs no. would be stealing the food. Right, no. they, they would be a little crazy. <laughs> I think
1: it's indoors. It's yeah. not an outdoor thing. No,
0: I'm just saying. But um,
1: no, but like the library hosts events sometimes. Yeah, I mean yeah. we could we have you know have kids
2: come in and mm-hmm. read and yeah. you know just just to bring the community in. I mean that's the way animal welfare is moving, and mm-hmm. so yeah. it's important to me to have that community side to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we don't have the space. Then we will just have to really go out into the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I spoke with the Amherst Survival Center today about, you know, working with them in the future mm-hmm. and what, what people really need. We need right. to find out what they need. Do they right. need food? Do they need supplies? Obviously, people always need help with medical bills. Um, you know, too many people who are on limited income will share their food with their pets. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we don't we don't want that to have to happen right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so really engaging and supporting the community is a huge part of it now whether that is in the building or in mobile yep. mm-hmm. truck units mm-hmm. either way it, it will happen
0: that's awesome yeah it's i exciting. love that mm-hmm. have you thought at all where i'm going back to this idea about what um, southern utah university did we're in an area that has like buku colleges have you thought at all about reaching out? And some of them with like animal programs. Mm-hmm. Have you, have you thought, is that part of the vision or maybe you haven't got that far in thinking about that yet or?
2: I'm not a hundred percent there yet, yeah. but it is on the list. I mean, okay. I know UMass has a vet program, yep. Mount Holyoke has a vet program yeah. and I'm sure that, you know, we can mm-hmm. form some sort of partnership with them or I would, I would hope so mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. bring more services to the area.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be a place, um and it could be a place for people to volunteer at. It'd be a good place for volunteer opportunities. There's mm-hmm. people Dog are
1: walking, playing, enrichment. Yes. And
0: yeah. that and that um that provides a lot of good opportunities for college students, yeah. teenagers, like are always mm-hmm. looking for, you know, volunteer opportunities.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And yeah. there's a lot outside of, you know, just taking care of the dogs too, mm-hmm. office help, phone mm-hmm. calls, social media. Mm-hmm. Things like that, um, events. So there's usually something for everyone, depending on yeah. what you want to do or what you're good at for volunteering. Yeah. So yeah, we'll need volunteers. We'll need foster families because fostering is going to be a big part of of our our yeah
0: organization as well. Yeah. And we and we want people to fail. At the fostering. Foster we want I don't want know them. that we
2: Depends, want people though. You know, we don't want that. Because at this point, I cannot take any more fosters. Right. That's right. the problem.
0: Right. Yep. Right. You
2: know, and so, like, I, I really only cried after the first one left. Mm-hmm. I had two at the same time, Bren and her sister, Ellie. She left, I cried tears. Then after that, you kind of build up, your you tolerance. know. Your t- are <laughs> Yeah, it's tolerance or like, you're like, uh, you have to come to a place where you understand yeah. why you're doing it. If you keep, keeping your animals, then that's one less place for another dog to be rescued to go. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I noticed, um, I've done research, I've been investigating um, Better Together Dog Rescue um, for the better part of a week. You have an Instagram, a Twitter, a LinkedIn even, Mm -hmm. that's there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Social media is a huge part. People, I I would imagine, is going to be a huge part of your... um, your operation and and raising awareness. Um, I follow many rescuers on Instagram. What do
1: they rescue?
0: Um, I follow oh, now. Don't hate me. Do you know Beth Stern? Beth Stern? Uh, Howard Stern's no. wife.
1: Oh, she's amazing. She,
0: she is into this cat rescuing, oh and my God. she is. I mean, she's she, like a
1: saint. I swear to God. She, she, so obviously, I'm going to follow her now. Yeah,
0: she rescues and gives away um, and adopts out all of these cats, um, like hundreds a year. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Right? And she has cats. the best Instagram account and you know, it's full of cats. Yeah. And well, I love cats. I want one too. of her cats, I know. Yeah, I know. Me and
1: my daughter da- yeah. daughter and I always like we'll go on her she'll be like, Can we go on Beth's Instagram?
0: But She's I'm so a, but I'm obsessed with looking at her on the gram. Not I her. love her
2: the yeah. Cats. Well, the that's cats. what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> like, right now, yeah, it's a lot of my face, mm-hmm. and that's not super interesting to yeah. people. But I also want them to see the process of getting yeah. there mm-hmm. and yeah. what it takes, yeah. and you know who's behind it. So, I mean, once the once the dog faces yeah. are there,
1: yeah, it'll
2: be much more popular.
0: Yeah, but
2: just, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't have started.
0: And are you documenting your journey in building Better Together Dog Rescue through social media and like Instagram are you doing posts like along the way to document yes. what's that? that's so people go follow this?
1: I had an idea for you. Ooh, do time chalk full of idea.
0: <laughs> go ahead.
1: Um you should do profiles of like dog rescues. Like you can put Asbury's face on and we could talk about and you can make a little story. I would love that. Right? Like, you could go and find other people who have rescued dogs and do that. Want to so tell their stories. Tell their story yeah. about a dog. Rescue. That's
0: a great idea. That C- is a great C- idea. C- call it Every Rescue Has a Story. <laughs> <It's>
2: beautiful. <laughs> we're
1: making-
0: That's making, beautiful. Yeah. just I love you don't have All to the take, stuff. <laughs> you don't have to take any of these ideas.
2: No, I think it's great. Um, you know, I actually took a social media graduate course. Oh. And mm-hmm. I had to get a TikTok account. Oh goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That was was a that, that was an interesting was learning it, curve for have me. You,
1: have you mastered I have TikTok? fallen down the hole oh of TikTok, yeah. but I
2: haven't mastered it yeah. myself. Like yeah. I think I'm pretty funny, but nobody else does based on the amount of views and likes that I get, which yeah. is
1: pretty much zero.
0: You and me both.
1: You are not on TikTok. I'm not. So <laughs> Space Unicorn and I tried to do a TikTok video. Yeah. It was a superb fail.
0: Oh, okay. It was terrible. Now, did your um, did your curriculum, um, as part of getting your master's, recommend this? Like, they were like, you're going to need social media proficiency to, to do this work, so go... Take this class. Is that what happened? This was a
2: choice of mine. So yeah. it's interdisciplinary studies, which okay. means it's a combination of yeah. of different so I my main is contemporary animal services. That's the majority of my credits. But then I also did professional communication. Okay. Oh, cool. Because I felt like that was Yeah. A really important part for the success of Mm -hmm. the business. I've worked in nonprofit management for 15 years now, so I didn't need to do that. Leadership I felt very secure in, but really like I needed the up and up on what's happening. Mm -hmm. I'm not- I'm not young anymore. Yeah. And well,
1: I, I needed a little refresher course. It changes it like changes every so five minutes. Often. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Like there's this new reel functionality on Instagram. Do you know about the reels?
0: I saw it. I can't. I, don't, I haven't even figured out stories yet. I don't me even neither. know stories. No. <laughs> I don't know. Well,
1: somebody who's in the know, yeah. like told me that reels is like. TikTok. The, way to, the way to go now. It's the way to go now. What is yeah, it? it is. is it longer stories? No, it's, it's basically like TikTok, but it's through Instagram. So it's all that integration of okay. like that. Where the platform where everybody already is is of.
0: reels. It just plays video. Yeah, so to video. play video
1: after video after video. Okay. Vit- yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna
0: check it out. And so when you do a post, you put it into a reel. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I so it's
2: basically TikTok comp- it's basically competition. TikTok. Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't know if you're on Reddit. I'm on Reddit. <laughs> That's another social media like thing but it, it's older and it's more like reading of like people there's lots of sub communities so you join these things called subreddit so i'm sure they have an animal rescue subreddit like stuff like that and they've started doing tiktok like stuff oh if God. you like watch a video they just begin playing you videos over oh and over again right. and you can't escape it Ugh, yeah so
1: much content
2: it's it- yeah, it's similar to like going into target for me
1: oh my god yeah
2: you know i come out and i'm like i don't know what just happened mm-hmm. where was i for the past 30 mm-hmm. minutes that's what happens with tiktok yeah. but i will say all the videos are dog videos
1: on my scroll like oh, every yeah. single one yeah, yeah. i it, won't tell you what mine is
0: <laughs> what is it mine yeah
1: my videos yeah they are mainly centered bearded ar- around, bearded men
0: with man buns uh
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's so messed up. So yeah, it's like tattoo artists and, uh, and fitness and health videos. It's like I all think that's like a awesome. weird like mishmash yeah. of like all this sorts of we- and like art and like just weird shit. Yeah. yeah. Occasionally they
2: throw in like a look what happened with this cop. And I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah. But also I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I love that. And maybe even, um, you know, once once you've got some um, Better Together Dog Rescue up and going, um, that could provide an internship opportunity, too. The social media stuff. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that, I've learned it's a, it's a nearly full-time endeavor yeah. doing posting and thinking about what you're going to post. and.
2: It is. Um, That's the hardest part. Yeah. Being creative. Yep. If you're not, it's yeah. tough. Yeah. And
0: yeah. even
1: if you are creative. And it's still tough. It's not your yeah. full-time yeah. gig. As Sawtooth just mentioned,
0: it's yeah. It takes up a lot of my time. Not during work, though.
1: Never.
0: Never during work. um, Jenny, you mentioned that you've been doing nonprofit work for 15 years. Tell us a little bit about what drew you into nonprofit work.
2: I had the opportunity to join this charitable foundation that was being created from a trust. Um, Howard Stark passed away, not Tony Stark's father, (laughs) the same name, um, and super awesome guy, and uh, he wanted to establish a charitable foundation in his name, and so that was established, and I was given the opportunity to be the executive director. Mm. Before that, I had been working in accounting and bookkeeping and tax returns, and that was clearly not the path that I wanted continue on it was a great job i learned a lot but i it just did not fit my personality or my goals so nonprofit seemed really exciting to me and it's been a wonderful experience and i i get to see the best side of things we don't have to fundraise we have to give away money Mm -hmm. yeah i mean how awesome Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. that yeah and so it's evolved over the years. We were mainly in New York in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And when we moved it uh, up to Belchertown, where I live, we added a whole grant cycle just for local Massachusetts organizations mm-hmm. in the area. We added an animal welfare Uh, grant cycle as well and then our biggest one is is human services so a lot of food Mm -hmm. pantries community kitchens that we still support in new Mm -hmm. york um i was just there a couple weeks ago visiting and it's just really really nice you meet the best people who are just so dedicated to what they do and it's Mm -hmm. really
0: really heartwarming Mm -hmm. yeah when that opportunity came up and you were doing the other, I, you know, I'm going to put it in air quotes, more traditional like work. Was it hard for you to make that switch? Was it scary? Did you, no. did it feel like you were taking a leap? No, you're just like, I'm out of here.
2: It was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, I, I think part of it is just my personality. I knew I could do it. I felt mm-hmm. really confident about it, really excited about it. Yeah, And so it, it was an easy switch for me. To where, go into that field.
0: Where did that confidence come from? It sounded like you were ready for it. Like you just knew this is something you could tackle.
2: You know, I I learned a lot by trade. In after graduating from UMass, I was never an excellent student. I do not test well. I have concentration issues. So don't ask me about anything that I learned <laughs> in my undergrad at UMass. Yeah. Um, when I... Left college, I got my first job in banking, and then I got this job with, with the firm, the uh, CPA firm, and I really just learned by trade, and I learned yeah. from their mentorship mm-hmm. how to run a good business, how to be honest, open, transparent, organized, and I've always been a personable person. So it's easy for me to talk to people yeah. and have those conversations mm-hmm. um, and
0: that you mentioned some of what's really rewarding about nonprofit work. What are some of the really challenging things? I
2: mean, <laughs>
1: these
0: are hardball questions. Sorry. I have no, to no, have no. A it's a good question.
2: A so I kind of have two sides of it. Yeah. Uh, for me personally, I work alone at home. That's hard.
0: Super lonely. Mm-hmm. I worked alone at home for about six years when I was writing and mm-hmm. I was working at home four days a week, mm-hmm. there are times where, you know, I wouldn't see anybody for 10 hours a day. It was horrible. Yeah.
2: It's tough, yeah. especially when you're a social you're a person, person, person like yeah. me who wants to be around people. Uh, so that that's a personal challenge with the job, but it has always been outweighed by the flexibility I'm given to be a working parent and a stay at home parent, basically. Yeah. You know, if I need to be at, at school for my kids, I can be at school for my kids, mm-hmm. and I drive them to school and pick them up from school every right. day. So that just way outweighs the you know being right. alone. And before COVID hit, I was starting to go to share coffee or places like mm-hmm. that just to get out, even if I wasn't talking to people. Yeah. I was felt better just even being out two hours right. with yeah. my computer yeah. in
0: public. Mm-hmm. Stomping Jen talks about this all the time. There's some there um she just likes to be around people. Likes the energy of people. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a concert or being mm-hmm. you know in a in a physical place with other humans. You like that. I do. You've mm-hmm. said that. Yeah. Thank Where, you. I find That's it re- the whole
1: benefit of co-working, yeah. by the way. I find Denny's. it repul-
0: I find it repulsive. <laughs> right. Even though I hate being alone. I just <laughs>
1: Like because I'll be, can't deal.
0: yeah. I like a mix. Like when I'm in in the office, I'll go. I'll be around people, then I'll run back to my office and hide for a while. <laughs> I like that. Is that strange? No, no, no. That's okay. you, and that's okay. <laughs>
2: that's totally okay.
0: Um, so you mentioned that it's nice to be in the position where you're giving away money or thinking about awarding. Is there? Is it ever stressful to be looking over the list of like potential candidates and being like, "Oh, I wish we had more." Like, I wish I could give to this one and saying no, saying no. Is it hard to say no? Is that hard?
1: Of
2: course, it's hard. Yeah, of course, it's hard. Um, Thankfully, we haven't had to give too many no's, which is nice. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, for someone who's been on the other side of it, where We've needed to yeah. fundraise and, you know, and have gotten rejection letters. I know how that feels. It's also just part of the right. whole circle of being, yeah. in, you know. And we encourage them to apply every year. It's, mm-hmm. You know, we make our grant process as easy as possible for people because I've been there. And mm-hmm. I know yeah. how complicated some of these applications are. It's yeah. where you have to sign over your firstborn. It's, like, insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so it is it is difficult, and I would say one of one of the cons has been seeing organizations that aren't run well mm. it, and and that's more in the way where they're misusing their funds. Mm. That's really hard. yeah our criteria is is under a million dollars in net assets, so we're focusing more on small organizations where our donations are gonna actually Perfect. make yeah. a big yeah. impact and we're not flooded with fundraising mail mm-hmm. from them throughout the year because they're really taking those funds and yeah. putting them into the program. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been disheartening in, in some really yeah. larger organizations to see how the, the funds are, yeah. are handled.
1: What, um, what do you, what are your requirements? Like, what are your guidelines? Like who do you give money to? Like any organization that needs money or, you know, do you have a specific, um, like you said, criteria that you're looking for when you're,
2: so, so basically, under a million dollars in net assets, mm-hmm. you have to be a 501c3 organization, mm-hmm. little to no government funding, mm-hmm. and not a large budget for fundraising mm-hmm. activities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't want to see
0: yeah.
2: a huge, obviously, you need to have a budget for fundraising, right. mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's there's a fine line right. between what's too much and what's not. Mm-hmm. Um we are primarily in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. So we, we have given outside of the North Northeast, but that's really kind of special circumstances. Mm-hmm. But mainly um
0: Yeah. I think it's so amazing that um organizations like that exist. What? That um like entities that yeah, foundations. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I know somebody um who told me that their family has a long-standing foundation and they mm-hmm. give away a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was just, I was just, I don't know. I, it's amazing to me. Well,
1: it's great when you can be philanthropic, especially in yeah. this world where people love to just hold on to their money. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a feel good thing. Yeah. The culture of philanthropy.
0: <sighs> I love that. Thank you for doing that work. That's good work. I mean, um,
2: thank you Howard for making sure yeah. this was part of his you right. know, memory in his,
1: when yeah. he passed on. So we're able to do that. Yeah. Can I ask a stupid question? No question is stupid. Like, do you have to invest the funds so that they they still maximize on their return so that there still is always money? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, do, do you have to? You don't right. have to. Right, but if you want to But continue. if you want to
2: keep your principal balance mm-hmm. and you want to give your interest earned Mm -hmm. then you got to find a good right investor to do that for you um and then you're required to give away five percent of your principal okay each year and if you give more which we've done in the past then it just lowers the amount you have to give the following year Mm -hmm. okay but you have to give five percent of your your principal so Mm -hmm. we we do around two hundred fifty thousand a year yeah
0: yeah um I want to circle back to dogs for a minute. You yeah. mentioned earlier a lot of the dogs come from the south. Mm-hmm. I think we we talked about our dog who's who's lying over there now, ignoring us. Mm-hmm. She twitched though. She um, did, and it was really cute. Yeah, um, <laughs> they come from the south. What is up with the south and these dogs that need rescuing? This is what's their problem down there? Is it just because it's warm all year <laughs> and dogs can just get it? Get it on. Get
2: it on and just and migrate to the warmer weather. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, yeah. Is that what's going on? I mean,
2: I wish that was it. Uh, yeah. You know, I think it's, it's lack of funding and lack of spay-neuter. Okay. And lack of education.
0: Mm. Yeah. People- education
2: in the field of- of animal yeah. welfare, and, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, how to care for your pet and what services are available.
0: Yeah, I mean, people like to laugh at Bob Barker, right?
2: What no, pr- he the, was the spay neuter king, that's right,
0: the price is Started right it. host. Bob
1: Barker, he
0: ended every single episode by saying, Don't forget to spay, spay or neuter your pets. Yeah. What, yes, <laughs> this is true, yeah, it's 100%. true 100%. Did you, are you amazed at the things he I He was know? way
2: ahead of his time, by the yeah,
0: way. Like I
1: don't even that. understand. Like I, I watched the prices, right? I've never even like
0: entered yep. into my yep. consciousness. Every single
1: episode, he ends it with that. That's so crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, and he, I mean, this is something he was really dedicated to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, our dog um, came up w- off of the truck with a tattooed line on her stomach. I'm assuming that was to tell us that um, she spayed. has been spayed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. We have the blue tattoos for
0: all of ours. Yeah. Also. Yeah. And, and now is that is that unusual, um, or are more rescue organizations in the South doing that? Like, is spaying and neutering um, not as widespread as it should be down there?
2: It's not as widespread as it should be, but rescues are getting better about not, at least, not adopting out pets yeah if they're not spayed or neutered okay. prior to so making sure that the pets that are going into adopted homes are all, have already had the surgery okay um the problem the problem down south and what i was so inspired by in 2015 at the best friends national conference is that they committed to no kill 2025 so basically having the whole country be no kill by 2025. Wow. And what that means is that no animal is, is euthanized solely based on space. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that right. if an animal is not adoptable for severe medical or severe behavioral right. issues, that you don't yeah. let them pass on to the next life. Um, but that no animal will be will be killed just because yeah. they don't have the space for them. And since that started, I want to say... In 2015, it was maybe around 6 million cats and dogs a year were being
0: euthanized.
2: And this past year, it was 697,000. Oh, wow. wow. Which is like a
1: huge, Let me do the math. huge decrease. Is that a,
0: wait, is that a 10%? Don't
1: stop trying to do math without calculator. I can't calculator. do
0: math. yeah. That's a huge drop. It's a huge drop. A factor of 10. <laughs> okay. Right? And I, I
2: believe that, um, I don't know. Yeah. that Delaware is is now a no-kill state. Um, so there's been a ton of progress. And it, it when you think of it as how many versus now, it's still almost 700,000 pets being killed mm-hmm. simply for space issues. So yeah. there's many. still work to do. Yeah. yeah. And that's where we're going to come in. So, you know, our partnerships will be transporting in, but also supporting in return, which I think is a shift that is being made and needs to be made. Where shelters were like, yeah, okay, we'll take your dogs, but they weren't trying to help mm-hmm. the problem right. that was there. So in return, we'll give funds for spay and neuter or some sort of partnership like that, and not just yeah be this one sided.
0: Are you going to adopt out of your? I know you're going to foster.
2: It will be an adoption facility. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fostering is, you know, fostering provides additional space. Yeah. So we'll only be able to have a set amount of kennels. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. If we have 20 fosters, that's 20 additional dogs that we can have. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: And then we're also planning to have um, long stay programs for pets of domestic violence victims, Mm -hmm. military active leave, homelessness, and like sudden medical issues where- you're suddenly in the hospital for three weeks and rehab and you own a dog and it's yours. And so we'll offer temporary housing either in the shelter or in our foster homes (laughs) for a certain amount of time.
0: Yeah, that, um, now, where did I want to go with this? Sorry, I'm blanking. Um, Has doing this work um around um whether it's helping the Belchertown Animal Relief Committee, the BARC get their um facility up and going. Well, if it whether it's starting um better together dog rescue, has it changed the way you view having animals and having pets in any way? Has it made you stop and think about that a little differently?
2: It has In the sense that, I mean, through my graduate class or courses alone, it completely changed my vision from just focusing on dogs to focusing on dogs and people. Um, I have really noticed my privileges when it comes to my animals over the past year. And that was not something I had ever thought about. Mm -hmm. You know, I was... You know, I knew I was privileged, but it was it was always more about socioeconomic privileges and just like animals weren't there. And all of a sudden I'd be at the ER with Callie right. at 1130 at night, <clears throat> excuse me. And I'm like, okay, I'm here because I have a two parent household sure. and my husband can stay home. Yeah. I have a car that I can drive 30 minutes. I have credit or cash that I can pay this bill. Like I'm super privileged. Like right. I don't have to think twice about it. Yeah. And I have really recognized that and it's just yeah. made me more passionate about getting out into the community. Why should people who can afford it be the only mm. people to be able to experience yeah. having a companion like that?
0: Yeah. Um I often I reflect on the fact that um, as, as smart as I am stomping Jen, like I didn't realize, I think early on what a commitment, a financial commitment a pet is. Um, so are you, are you going to see, um, educating people who come in to, um, explore adopting a pet? Exactly what kind of a, commitment that is i mean you hear lots of stories right especially in this area where we live there's five colleges about students adopting adopting, pets and then they realize they're too expensive uh, they're not as transportable as they thought they were and they they dump them off in a shelter in the area um so are you going to be thinking in any way about education as a component of what you do
2: 100 percent. yeah yes i mean educating is everything
0: yes you know, and it's
2: not that we want to deter people from right. doing it, right. but we want them to have all the information before mm-hmm. they do.
0: Yeah, and then they can make better decisions and hopefully that's going to lead to a, a more stable, mm-hmm. durable home for the pet.
2: Right. Yeah. And and providing I think a list with resources in the area also so that they're prepared, okay, if mm-hmm. something does happen. Yeah. You know, here are some of the options that, you know, you can go to get some help with rather than them just feeling like they need to yeah. just yeah. drop their dog off or cat off at the shelter.
0: So people who are listening to this, um, who might be interested in helping, um, how can they help? What can they do?
2: Donations. Yeah. You know, head and your, over to the website.
0: Yep. Your website. I was on there investigating. It's, um, it's a
2: work in progress.
0: But it has a donate button. It does. And you're a, a 501 C3. Yeah, so it is always,
2: tax deductible. Yep.
0: So, um, so if you're listening to this and you're inspired by what Jenny is trying to build, um, whether you're in Belchertown or elsewhere, we mm-hmm. have people in Tennessee listening to this. And listen, Tennessee, you're part of this problem. There are <laughs> lots of pets, lots of pets coming up from your area of the Tennessee. country. To throw a throw a few dollars here into the into the pot to help. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say it. So yeah,
2: I mean that would be amazing. Yeah. But if you can't, there's still plenty other ways to help. Go to the website, sign spread up for emails, word. spread the yeah. word for, through Facebook. Yeah, you know it's uh, we'll have yeah. an Amazon wish list up eventually. So mm. there's plenty mm. of ways to help to help out without it being yeah. all about the money.
0: Yeah, so. Go check it out. Um, And I I enjoyed reading and looking at all of the, we don't have to mention them by name, but the board members. There's a lot of like really- Got a great team. Interesting, um, exciting people involved in this. That's cool. So um, now I noticed there was two blank spots there. Does that mean you're still looking for board members?
2: We have a, a pretty solid board. Okay. But it doesn't mean that we're closed to to I'm, new members.
0: Yeah, I'm venturing into things I know nothing about. How boards operate? How? Well, <coughs> sorry, I am part of a board, but it's different. Every it's not, board is it's, different. It's, yeah, Everybody it's not a nonprofit upon board. How the how it's yeah.
1: organized? Yeah, right. Yeah, so,
0: so you know,
2: we have eight phenomenal people. Yep. Yeah. But typically, with a board, you want an odd number, right? Right. Um, but yep. that's not going to prevent us from doing what we need to do and getting work done. And we're all it, it, really on the same page right now. Yep. So I don't see that being an issue, yep. but if somebody were to right. call me up and say, Hey, I'm from here, I really want to be involved, you know, yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 door is not closed. Right?
0: Okay. Right. All right. Um, okay. So go donate, please. Um, do Jenny do all the things. a favor. Do me a do favor. Things. I do have some other questions. Can you still hang out? And, I'm hang- here. Okay.
2: My kids are away. <laughs> Sky's the limit. Yeah.
1: Yep. yeah. Bonus.
0: Yep. Um, he okay. wants to
1: talk about Henry Cavill.
0: Oh, well, I am. I have looked <laughs> oh at him. He's a gorgeous man, okay. I have to say. Even um, in pop Funko form? Yes. Yeah. Looking at him. Super he's, he's been blessed. He, yeah. He's, he's I love him so much.
1: What part of Henry Cavill
0: do you like? Actually, the most? his smile.
1: <laughs> yes, not his, his twinkling eyes. No, there's
0: a scene when he's sitting. Have you seen <laughs> um, the Man too. of Steel yes. that he's in? So mm-hmm. there's a scene when he's sitting um, at the table being interrogated by the police, and they ask I love him that what
1: you know this in. Oh, all I'll go detail on. and they, precision.
0: They ask him what the S on his chest means, right? And he says hope, and then he just smiles. <laughs> That's where he won my heart. Yeah. That was the moment. (laughs) I love Henry Cavill so much. (laughs) Anyways, um, I could go on. He could go on. I mean, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Um, You mentioned you had cats before, and we talked to you about how we came to a realization that we were actually cat people. We love our dog. Are you a dog or a cat person?
2: If I had to pick, I'd be a dog person. Okay but my husband and my and my oldest son are more cat people.
0: Yeah. Now I've changed. Mm-hmm. That was back then I was a cat person when we yeah. first got her. I think I'm a dog person oh. now.
1: Well, I wow. think cuz we have like we're having struggles right now with our cat.
0: Oh, we have these other two cats. I don't know if you saw them. We call them the we call them the crows. It's
1: like double vision. Yeah. yeah it's
0: like, happening We call them the crows because they're diabolical. They're mean. They, <laughs> they steal. steal they steal things. <laughs> it's just you. Just like never know what's going to happen with those two around.
1: Sounds like they need yeah. their own Instagram account. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, the, the crows. They were
1: found uh together on the streets of like West Springfield or something. And their animal control officer, I, I happen to be friends with her on Facebook, and or maybe they were an agwam. Whoever didn't have an animal control, so she took them in as a favor. And they're brothers, obviously. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're they, identical twins. They, they look so identical. And, and when we first got them, we had such a hard time, like, telling them apart. But now it's, like, ridiculous. Like, you, you know, it's like they totally look completely different to, to us. To us, yeah. To us. But, um, yeah. yeah, they're... Uh, they survived on the streets together. They were brothers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They went through a period where if there was any kind of bag, they'd try to rip it open and eat whatever was inside. Yeah. They it. were garbage <laughs> Yeah. But you'll hear, you know, sometimes you'll hear our daughter screaming from her room that the crows are stealing her jewelry. <laughs> <'cause they laughs> That's don't. amazing. They yeah. steal
1: shit. So she closes her door at night now because she can't stand it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, but we're having- We
2: had two bros also. And they were like the best cats ever. Yeah. They were social. And I I grew up, only my mom's sister had cats when I was growing up. And they were like the mean ones that would wait for you to walk by and Mm -hmm. then be like, and so I was like, I hate cats. Mm -hmm. Like that was my whole life. And then my husband's mother like smuggled kittens over the border from Canada and- I was like, well, kittens, Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll go see kittens, mm-hmm. duh. Mm-hmm. And um, Charlie just laid in the nook of my elbow, and I was like, I'm a cat person now. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. They get you that and way. And so,
2: yeah, they we adopted do. Charlie and Dude, and they were like the most social, mm-hmm. lovable,
1: funny
0: cats yeah.
1: in the yeah. world. Yeah. We, we have whole podcast devoted to our cats, so we don't need to rave on and on and on.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. About, <laughs> about our cats. <laughs> What about birds? Do you have any thoughts about birds as pets?
1: I can't get behind it. Yeah,
0: I have. I have trouble with birds. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're like um, horses to me in a way. Oh,
1: you hate horses? It's, you hate I don't bird.
0: hate horses. I they can't scare them. I can't out figure him. them out. I, just, I love horses. Yeah. <laughs> Help me understand horses. You, when I like when I look <laughs> yes. at their. <laughs> they don't seem to have expressions to me, but maybe I'm wrong.
2: See, to me, they speak yeah. all the time through their eyes. Okay. They have just so much feeling coming out of their eyes, and I, think, I just love them.
0: I think I need to spend time around them. Maybe that will help me. I think you me. do, too. Okay.
2: My kids started taking horse lessons this past year, actually, with another mm. nonprofit that started mm-hmm. in town, Um Transitions in Motion. And uh, I just loved up the horses. And it is incredible, the bond between my oldest son, who has more anxiety, Mm -hmm. and the horse that he was riding. There was a clear bond and understanding between them that I thought was was great.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm trying to remember. We were somewhere recently where I was um, petting a donkey, and I loved it. Mm. What? (laughs) You don't remember this? She's laughing. I I'm was not even joking. A donkey and I liked <laughs> it.
1: Where, no, where was loved happening? It.
0: was that a goat? I was rubbing its face.
1: I think it was a goat. <laughs> oh. I think it was at Hope's house.
0: Oh well, I love that. I um, mean, they totally
1: look alike, so I could you see know, why. Goat, you would. <laughs> donkey. You they know. don't have a.
0: They don't have a donkey. No, they have goats. They have three goats. No, well, I love goats. Then goats but, are cute. Yeah, these things. They were wagging their tails. It was goats. It okay. was not a donkey. Okay. <laughs>
1: Didn't you kiss a goat once?
0: For mm, that's for a different podcast. That's a different podcast. Back in college. Yeah, I want to listen yeah. to that one. Oh. For sure. We still have to record that one. All right. Um I was going to ask yeah. about fish. Are fish pets?
2: I have a hard time with fish, too. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm. It's it's like, I picture myself swimming in a very small space with nowhere to go. Yeah. And I feel like that would mm-hmm. drive me mad. Yeah. 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 And the bird thing, too. Like, that's, you know, if. If it's an injured bird that can't fly, then its next best life is in somebody's home. I'm totally behind that, but I just I don't know.
0: That's a good point. Mm. Yeah,
1: they live forever too. Fish, no birds. Oh, birds can live like birds are like
0: eighty hundred years.
1: They're a huge commitment.
0: Yeah, they are.
1: Did you see on the forum there was like some. Parakeet that's been like flying around this area and like they keep recapturing it in animal control and then like it
2: keeps, yeah it keeps, and like coming there was back. like a parakeet explosion here there yeah. were like three parakeets that showed up it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm. maybe yeah. that's what was singing in the uh, in the spring there was some kind of bird I've never heard before that
1: maybe it was the parakeet was just
0: singing these be- it was
1: over around the other around the corner
0: these beautiful but maddening songs hmm. it was driving him it was nuts. driving me nuts it was because i'm working morning. at home and it's probably the like, parakeet yeah I like
1: that fucking bird <laughs> <laughs>
0: i tried to get a picture of it i couldn't anyways oh it it confounded me um what else did i what about lizards
1: about? we didn't talk about lizards mm. and snakes
0: i can't get behind lizards listen if you like them as pets all by all means please just take care of them yes yeah just care for them well mm-hmm. um but a lizard isn't for me
1: I pet rodents.
0: I had I a pet rat. Rodents. I, I loved best. my rat. Yeah. My son a,
2: wants to get his own pet for his bedroom Yeah, yeah. in time. You know, I'm holding out as long mm-hmm. as I mm-hmm. possibly can. And yeah. the only limitations are no snakes, no spiders. Because mm. those are the two things that I really can't comfortably yeah. do. Yeah. But I keep pushing him to get rats because oh, they're yeah. so much fun and they're so smart. Yeah. And yeah, I'm a huge rodent fan. I'm yeah. not... Mm. At all, scaved out by rodents. Yeah. I Mm. I embrace them.
0: The rat I had, he he lived like four years, I think, somewhere three, four years. He was a great pet. He was so awesome. Yeah. 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 He was a cutie.
1: We were over somebody's house, and they had a chinchilla. Yes. Yeah. Jack, my oldest,
2: keeps saying chinchilla, but my only requirement is you have to adopt it, and you're not going to see chinchillas a lot. Like Dakin, they always have rats rats. and guinea Mm. pigs and stuff, so Mm. he knows he's limited to an animal that's yeah.
0: So know. it's college students getting those rats and oh guinea pigs, and then the hamster, and then dumping them. Yeah, like into our yeah. <laughs> <So> um, <cute. laughs> Jenny, was there anything else you wanted to talk to us about? Is I mean, you sky's to the hit? limit. Yeah.
2: You know, I I think we covered yeah a yeah a lot, which is great. But I'm open for any questions. Yeah, in any area.
0: And I'll just remind people before we move into our our final two questions, Stomping Jen. Yes. Um, Better Together Dog Rescue. Yes. Go check out the website. I'm going to be posting the links, mm-hmm. right? I'll post them in the uh, social media posts I do. They will be in the podcast notes. Mm-hmm. You awesome. know where to find them if you're listening to this. So go check all of that stuff out, mm-hmm. okay? Please.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and if you can afford to donate. Right. Right. Throw a little into the pot, okay? Let's help this project get off the ground. Um, so you're investing a lot of time in this this nonprofit work, um, getting this um, Better Together Dog Rescue going. What do you like to do for fun? What do you like to do to take care of yourself, uh, reconnect, decompress?
2: I like to go away with my friends. Mm. Yeah.
0: Do you have a favorite place to go?
2: No. <laughs> anyway I was just in New York City a couple weeks ago um, to see one of my longtime friends uh, since elementary school and I was surprised by another friend from elementary she flew out from oh. LA and surprised me at the restaurant and we had like the best oh. two days yeah. ever the adrenaline alone just kept me like I was up until like 2, 3 in the morning oh,
0: but nice. that, oh my god I don't rock that yeah, yeah. much anymore
2: yeah um yeah, so I just, I love weekends away mm-hmm. with friends, which yeah. made last year really hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when I'm out in Utah, we're all meeting in Vegas. Oh, oh. nice. For a long weekend. We yeah. were supposed to be there for our 40ths mm-hmm. last yeah. year, yeah. Um, but obviously that got canceled, yeah. so mm-hmm. that's something to look forward to. But yeah, I, I, I'm not an exercise person, so you're not gonna find, I know you are, so-so. 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 Like, that's not my yeah. my meditation. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I'd rather go out and, like, get lost at Target yeah. and yeah. yeah. take a jog. I
0: yeah. love that you said that because usually people tell us, like, you know, yoga or um, something like that. You're never going to find <laughs> that in my schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Unless like all yeah. my friends are like, let's go to the gym yeah. on this vacation. And then I'll yeah. be like, okay. maybe, yeah. but also maybe I'll just sit here yeah. for a little while by myself. Yeah.
0: Have you researched where you're going to stay in Vegas yet? Do you know? We're
2: staying at the Cosmopolitan. Okay.
0: Where's that in, like, I don't I know. Two- we
1: didn't get down that far on the street. Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: I have no real knowledge of the area. Yeah. It was just a two bedroom suite mm-hmm. that, you know,
1: that's what I was looking for. So we could all- Stay together. Yeah, nice. Um, and nice. split the cost. Nice. Most if importantly, yeah. if you're looking, you have a very short period of time. But I will highly recommend Area 15, where they have all the art stuff. And yes, yeah, we'll that's right. Yeah. Yes, I remember your Facebook post. Yes. That place looked
0: awesome. It, it was, was rad,
1: amazing. And
0: they do like raves and stuff there, right? They do.
1: They have like you know, they have like main mainstream like. DJs that come through.
0: Marshmallow.
2: It's called Area Fifty One. Area Fifteen. Area, Area 15. Fifteen. Yeah, you gotta yeah. flip to Fifty One. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta remember that. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. was on the strip or was outside? No, no. no. it's like a short like ride out. You okay.
0: Could probably Uber there.
1: Yeah, you could Uber. I'm it. gonna have yeah. a car. Oh, okay. Because oh, I'm driving easy. from yeah, Utah yeah. to Vegas, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, so you can drive. Yeah, okay. It's not far. It's like ten minutes. Yeah, away. Mm. I yeah. remember
0: your
2: Facebook post, and I was like, "This place looks. It was so amazing. cool. It was re- literally the only reason we went.
1: to... Well." Not the only reason. Yeah. It was a confluence it's of- It's like,
2: once you go, you don't really yeah. have to go back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I had never been to Vegas, and I loved it. Yeah. You know, there-
1: What you did? Uh, well, what?
0: <laughs> but there are things we were figuring out. I don't like smoke or secondhand right. smoke, mm-hmm. and we didn't know where- the, I mean, there shame was... on us. We didn't research it, but yeah. um, we wanted to stay in the um, the Luxor, because it's a pyramid. Right, Like, we okay. wanted- so we stayed Don't there. stay at the
1: lock. Well, you already have your... <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then we were like, eh, it's a little too smoky for us. It's not quite our scene. Yeah. And so we found... But we found the place we would stay next time we go. Yeah. Smoke-free casino. Yeah. Like,
1: the entire, like, uh, facility yeah. is smoke-free. it's going to be, like, a rare find.
0: Yeah. And yeah. there's a couple of them. And, like, weirdly, Trump Tower is one of them. But, yeah. um
2: and it's weird.
0: Yeah. But... um but anyways, we'll go there next time, and there's so much to there's do so much there. To do. Like I would definitely go back. Yeah, again, yeah. yeah. For Nate's sure. gonna
2: come out and visit, and we're just gonna do like one night in Vegas, and then yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll drive him out to Utah to see the sanctuary and stuff, but oh, he's sure. never been to Vegas
0: before. Yeah. I've yeah. been
2: once before. Okay. Yeah.
0: Have you driven like out in Utah, like in the desert? Have you done that yet?
2: No, but it's on my list of things to do. Oh my god! Oh. I had to stop watching Dateline because yeah. I was like. Getting myself a little too freaked out about yeah. no. just like disappearing and yeah. no, you're not going never I, coming home again. But I've heard that, especially yeah. where I am in Kanab, is just like
0: beautiful yeah. out there. It's amazing. I drove from Vegas to Bryce um, Bryce Canyon and then Bryce to, to Zion. Zion to Grand. Yeah. Canyon. so I drove like two thousand miles when we were out there almost. And sorry, rental company. It was the most. <laughs> Breathtaking thing yeah. I've ever seen. He called like, me
1: up and he was like, Is this real?
0: Like, weird. I was Is this driving, this real life? Yeah, yeah. I was driving out of Vegas up into the Utah like deserts. And I was just like, This can't, how could I have never been here before? How could I have never experienced this?
1: So, I will tell you if you see a rave in the middle of the desert, in the middle of the night? Stop, please. Which, Join in. Which
0: I did, no. but I didn't stop. You
1: I didn't, didn't s- stop. No, never. I was like, this was like a once in a lifetime yeah. opportunity, and he didn't stop. Yeah, no. I have a
2: family member who I think used to go to one every year mm-hmm. in the middle of the desert. Yeah,
0: And this was so random. This was like one in the morning. We were like barreling through at 90 miles an hour trying to get to our hotel. <laughs> um And just like... It's my son and I in the car. He's 13, 14 at the time. Was he 14?
1: Yeah. No, yeah. he wasn't
0: quite yet. 14. Anyways, around there, uh, Ted. And um, like up ahead, I just see this glow. It's like, <laughs> ns, ns, and, ns, yeah. Ns. And I've been driving. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. been driving like three hours. It was, we were so tired. We'd hiked all day. I was like, what? Is that what I think it is? He's like, yeah, it's a rave. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think it was aliens? Maybe. I was super... Aliens were very much in my mind at the time because they were released. The government was releasing this report about UFOs. Okay. So I was thinking about aliens. You're so funny. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, Vegas, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 And vacationing. I hope friends. you have that. I'm like, like in my spare time, yeah. I always go
2: to Vegas. But yeah. 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 More back to the original yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. I like to see my friends mm-hmm. and spend time. That's my That's my. take care of myself time.
0: That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um so we asked this question of everybody, mostly. Mostly. Sometimes there are people who come on, I'm afraid to ask this question too, because they Do seem you skip mean it? They seem mean. Um well I shouldn't say that because yeah. if I didn't ask that question, I know. You, now you're <laughs> gonna be
1: setting yourself oh, up. Oh
0: well, for whatever. It's fine. Ask I'm gonna it. ask the question. Um <clears throat> What have you experienced um that you cannot explain? Oh, this is a hard one, I know. It is a
1: really hard one. And
0: you can interpret it any way you want.
1: Um He's just gonna play this music while you're thinking yeah.
0: about it. And we'll lead the witness a little.
1: Can it
2: be something that I can explain but it doesn't seem real? Yeah. yeah
0: absolutely.
2: Course. Okay, so not this past December, but the December before I took an ancestry test. Mm. And I I we always knew my mother had been adopted from Ireland when she was 18 months old. But okay. we never knew the story behind it. And I matched with a a woman, reached out to her, she got back to me, and within 24 hours, I had found my mom's entire family oh my god. in Ireland. Oh wow. She's the oldest of nine. Oh my god. And she's there right now meeting them for the first time.
1: What? No way.
0: Your mom?
2: Yeah. So we were all supposed to go in May Mm -hmm. together. Get out of here.
0: I've got goosebumps. (laughs) It happened. It's
2: like, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I, and I think it's better that they actually just wound up going Mm -hmm. as soon as the border opened, as soon as they were allowed in, because she needed to be there just with my father and with her siblings Mm -hmm. without my sister and I and all of our kids distracting her. Yeah. But I get pictures every day and it's like, I can't believe that this is real life. They're the most phenomenal people. We've been able to build relationships with them over the past year and a half through technology. Yeah, But it's like, I have all these cousins and I was the baby of my family on my dad's side. I have all these cousins my age. My kids have all these cousins their age. I have so many aunts and uncles. Yeah. They look like my mom. Oh,
0: How old is your mom?
2: She's 72. Wow. So her her youngest brother is um, probably more closer in age to me.
0: That's Um, insane.
2: How did she feel when she found
0: out that she was the oldest of um, nine?
2: Overwhelmed. Yeah. But excited. I think, you know, she's, my mother's an amazing person. So sweet. Always worried about everyone else. And I think she was always worried about finding them because she didn't want to bring something upon a family that Mm -hmm. wasn't known Mm
1: -hmm.
2: when she, when I found them and I first spoke to her, her oldest brother who was born a year after her. Yeah. Um, so she was still in the orphanage when he was born. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were all raised by the same parents. Um, she he told me that they had been looking for her. And I think that oh that God. broke oh down God. the ice that was there. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, okay. They yeah. they want me as much as I want them. Yeah. And it's just been this unbelievable experience. I can't oh my God. I can't explain yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Did you have to say like mom sit down? I have to tell you this? Like was it
2: Yes. And w- what was so that She moment knew like that like when I had made her? a connection. Yeah. And then she was flying into Massachusetts a couple of days later. So I waited until we were on, like, the Route 9 diner. We were in the Route 9 diner, and I, like, pulled out this manila envelope because he had sent me all these pictures. And I was like, you are the oldest of nine siblings. And it
0: was like... What did she do when you told her?
2: She handled it well. Yeah. Which, basically, she said nothing. (laughs) I think
0: I'm about to cry. It was a
2: lot to... To take in. But again, yeah. I cannot begin to explain how amazing this family is. Yeah. And so it's been really emotional for wow. her, but she's been there about a week. They're coming home soon. And they yeah. all just keep, you know, we all yeah. speak through WhatsApp. And mm-hmm. yeah. oh they're just like, God. she's she came in and it's like we've known her <clears throat>
0: oh, forever. Yeah. Wow. Like she's just yeah. part
2: of the family. Yeah. and Wow. It's amazing. So that's,
0: that is incredible. Yeah. Smell at the dog in. Yeah. Go ahead. That's it's, fine.
2: It's something that's real, but also yeah. doesn't feel real yeah. at the same yeah. time. It's a lot. But it's a really happy ending.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll go over there and meet your cousins? A hundred percent.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've already been chatting like when when are their kids out of school? When should we come? Because yeah. I can't I just can't wait to get there.
0: Yeah. Um, what part of Ireland is?
2: They're in Longford County.
0: Is that like the northern or southern?
2: I, I think it's in the middle. Okay. It's like farm area. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, some of my cousins even look like me. That's wow. crazy. Which is really yeah,
1: exciting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's Jeez. wild. Like wow. your family just expanded by. By a lot. What's the factor? Did you do the math? Where's the, where's the calculator? There's, there's a lot of, of family. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I have one cousin in the US and she's the one that I connected with. She's mm-hmm. actually my mom's first cousin, but we're almost mm-hmm. the same age. Oh my gosh. Because um, her father, her father, who's my mother's uncle, uh huh, was born a year before her.
1: Uh-huh. Got it. So, I mean there's Yeah. right. So much family. <coughs> wow. So much family. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's a really um positive hopeful way to end.
1: Yeah.
2: It really is yeah. incredible. I'm so happy for her and for them. I yeah. think the healing needed to happen and it has happened. So
0: That's awesome.
2: Nothing
1: more we could ask for. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible.
0: Um Jenny, thank you for coming and talking to us about um, Better Together Dog Rescue, a bunch of other stuff. A whole
1: bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I loved it. Thank you. (laughs) All
1: good stuff. Yeah.
0: Um, And thank you for helping us get over our our in-person jitters. I know. Yeah. And not being mean.
2: Because I I think
0: I would have fallen apart.
2: I'm so happy to see people I'm disintegrated, and converse. Yeah, really, it's great.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, and this I just have to remark: like this definitely feels different, like mm-hmm. than doing it on the computer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: on the on the box. On there. the box, I yeah, assume. yeah. Like there's definitely. This more like this intangible, more real connection. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It feels different. I'm sure I'm going to sound different to people, like slightly off of my game, maybe. Oh my gosh! Here I go. Yeah, We're turning it all about, about me. Him. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. All right, uh, Jenny, True thank part. you. Um, thank you for helping us through all of that. Yeah, this was this I'm was so, so much glad fun. I can help. Um, stomping, Jen. Yes. Let's turn to our listeners for a moment. Yes. And say the things we need to say to them. Oh my goodness. Thank it's, you for listening. Thank you. Um, we love you. This is gonna. This episode's. It's gonna be September when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have our new website up. Oh, Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do, please.
1: <laughs> if we don't, we're sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, um, we love you. We do. Um, we're, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. And if you enjoy what you heard, tell okay. a friend. Share. Spread and uh, spread the, spread the soft word.
1: Serve all over the country.
0: Help the soft serve podcast family grow. Mm-hmm. The, the dog is just staring at Jenny. I know um, she's standing up on her back, like right now, and, and <laughs> we're having a moment, and gazing into Jenny's <laughs> eyes over there. Um, something was going on there. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> she's a sweetheart. Yeah.
0: She really is. Um, so th- um, thanks. Um, so we're gonna go around the table, um, Jenny. We like to just say, our. Our sign off phrase here is buy now, right? We all say it.
1: Right, stomping gen? You don't
0: have to. You can do your own. You can do your own. But that's what we do, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: All right, I'll go first.
1: Oh, you're gonna go first. Yeah, and I'll let
0: you two fight over who gets the last buy now. Okay. All All right. Um bye now. Bye now. Bye now.